Hey, yeah, you. What if I told you we could have a deep conversation about life right now? Uh-huh, that's right. In this show, we ponder life and practice a growth mindset. I'm Ariana, your host, and this is Take a Second. Hey friends, thank you so much for tuning into episode five of season two. This is the last episode of this season of the four R's of life. And I feel like God has brought us so much revelation and has spoken these amazing messages. And I'm really happy about that because they've even ministered to me. I know I had been getting these episodes out on weekends and I know this one is a tiny bit delayed, but honestly, lately I've been in the word much, much more than usual. And it's triggered a lot of thought and conversation with the Lord, so I just wasn't rushing this episode. I wanted to make sure it was fully under the Holy Spirit's control and not just my urge to get an episode out. But anyway, we are diving into the last R. And let me just tell you that when I did an episode on this the last season, I didn't have a fifth one. So I had been waiting for God to give me what this next R should be. And so now we're here about to dive into it and our fifth and last R is refocus. And this is gonna be so good. So get your coffee or your blanket or most importantly, your journal to write some stuff down and let's get this ball rolling. Alrighty, my friends, you all know I love stories, so I'm going to start by telling you guys about a guy named Zacchaeus, and you can find the story in Luke chapter 19, right at the top. So Zacchaeus was a tax collector, and the Bible tells us that he was a wealthy guy, and he was also short. So Jesus was walking by, and Zacchaeus wanted to see who Jesus was, but there was such a big, big crowd around Jesus, and Zacchaeus was short, and so he climbed up a sycamore tree to see Jesus. So Jesus sees Zacchaeus up there, and he goes, Yo, Zacchaeus, come down now because I need to stay at your house today. And so Zacchaeus comes down immediately, but everyone that was there was like, What? the heck? What is Jesus doing? He is staying at a sinner's place. And so when Zacchaeus comes down, he says, look, Lord, here and now I give half of my possessions to the poor. And if I have cheated on anyone out of anything, I will pay back four times the amount. And Jesus goes, today salvation has come to this house. And then he says, for the son of man came to seek and to save the lost. Wow, so good. So let's talk about this. This is a very short story, but I think perfect example of refocusing. See, this man was living life a certain way. He was a tax collector. People didn't like him because he took money away from them. But as soon as he saw Jesus things changed for him. And I want to emphasize the chronological order of how the events happened. Jesus is walking by. Zacchaeus is curious about who Jesus is, so he climbs up a tree. Jesus sees him and says, hey, Zacchaeus, come down. I want to stay in your house today. I want to pause there from the story and say that so often, 
people have this misconception that we have to go look for Jesus because he has left our side after all we've done or been through. And that's not true. Yes, we do have to go to Jesus, but you know what? He's already there. He's already waiting for us to come to him. So it's not this big search that we have to go on. It's simply opening up the door for him to come into our lives. Revelation 3.20 says, Here I am. I stand at the door and knock. If anyone hears my voice and opens the door, I will come in and eat with that person and they with me. So Jesus is knocking at your door. But here's the thing. He is such a gentleman that he won't force himself onto you or won't bang or break the door. No, he is gentle and he is kind. But he's knocking. He is pursuing you because he wants your heart. Okay? So let's get back to the story. The next thing that I want to note here is how Jesus called Zacchaeus by his name. Jesus didn't say, yo, tax collector, or yo, sinner, or yo, dude. No. He said, Zacchaeus, come down immediately. Oftentimes, we are hesitant to go to God because we feel like he holds a record of our wrongdoings. We feel ashamed that he will look at us and focus on our sin. And that's not true. God calls you by your name because in his presence, all the shame is undone. When we go to the cross in repentance, we are washed by the blood of Jesus. And because of Jesus, we are able to approach God in confidence that he will not shame us or guilt us, but rather he will make us a new creation and give us his Holy Spirit. Okay, so those are the two main details that I wanted to point out from this story before I jump into the refocusing part. Okay, so in the story, we see a before and after. We see Zacchaeus before Jesus and Zacchaeus after Jesus. And that's the important part. In the last episode, we talked about re-entering. And when we re-enter into different parts of our life, Jesus gives us a new identity, an identity in him. And so we're not really supposed to keep doing things the way we were because we're new creations now. So we are supposed to be like Jesus because he gives us the Holy Spirit by which we have the new identity, right? So it's important to keep in mind that when we re-enter, we are new. And because we are new, we don't do things in the same way or look at things in the same way. Therefore, we refocus. And we see this in the story of Zacchaeus. We see this before Jesus and after Jesus. Zacchaeus was wealthy. But as soon as he saw Jesus and responded to his calling, he was like, oh man, oh man, Jesus, you know what? I don't care about this wealth. I'm, I'm giving away my possessions and I'm paying everyone back four times the amount that I owe them. He's like, you know, before I used to care about money, but now I care, all I care about is you. And that, that, that is a huge 180 degree turn refocus. 
Literally in an instant, Zacchaeus recognized that after encountering Jesus, what he was living for was no longer satisfying or worth it or even good. After encountering Jesus, Zacchaeus was like, I'm going all in. I'm focusing on Jesus now. If you've encountered Jesus, it is so hard to not want to go all in for him. If you have gotten to know Jesus, it is so hard not to focus on him. It is so hard to just keep living life normally. Jesus calls you to refocus. Jesus calls you to look at what you are giving your attention to and what you are focusing on. And if it's not entirely him, he calls you to fix your eyes on him. And just like Zacchaeus, to recognize that there is something much greater and much better to live for. And that is Jesus Christ. Friend, if you re-enter into different parts of your life without refocusing, what is the big change? If you re-enter into different parts of your life with maybe a slightly different approach but without focusing on Jesus, you will end up nowhere. You will end up where you are. When we refocus, we are able to live with a different perspective and that will naturally give us different results. Especially focusing on Jesus makes him the center of everything in our life. And by making him the most important thing, we are putting him in the driver's seat of our lives. And I don't know about you guys, but I'd rather have Jesus in the driver's seat than myself. Because honestly, I don't know where I would end up. Listen, Jesus does not call you to focus on things in this world. Whatever it is, whatever you might be thinking of. One of my favorite verses is in Colossians chapter 3, verse 2 that says, Set your minds on things above. Paul is super clear here. He's like, yo, don't just focus on things here in this world because there is something better and that's Jesus. The verse before that actually says, Set your hearts on things above where Christ is seated at the right hand of God. And Matthew actually says it in a different but beautiful way. In chapter 6, verse 21, he says, For where your treasure is, there your heart will also be. So again, if you've encountered Jesus, you cannot live your life with your same focus on earthly things. Jesus is our treasure. And our focus should be on him in everything we do. Even if it's a glass of water that we drink, we do that for Jesus everything for Jesus because when he called the disciples he called them to leave everything behind and follow him so where in your life do you need to refocus where in your life is your focus off if it's not on Jesus it's on something here on earth and my friend let's refocus that because seriously Jesus is so much better to look at and to think about and to focus on. And he leads us best into where we need to go in our lives. Listen, it's not like you're going to focus on Jesus and then not do anything the rest of your life. No. But when you focus on him, he uses you for his glory. And so everything that you do ends up pointing back to him and to how amazing he is. So that through your work, people can see him and his power and his love. His will is perfect. 
I mentioned this verse on an earlier episode, but Romans 12, 2 says his will is good, pleasing, and perfect. So anything that he leads you to will be good for you, will be pleasing to you, and will be perfect for you. He has good intentions for your life. But remember, he is knocking and calling you by name, not by your past or whatever it is that may be troubling you. He wants you to open up the door for him so that he can come in and be the center of your life. And trust me, it's worth it. It's all worth it for a sweet and amazing Jesus. So my friend, I'm going to wrap this up here. But in short, refocus and focus on Jesus because you're not going to see anything different in your life if your focus is the same. And remember, Jesus leads the way and there's no one else that would do it better. So that's all for today. Thank you so much for listening. I hope you enjoyed and stay tuned on Instagram for updates on more Jesus things, more Bible studies perhaps, and just better things coming. All right, until next time, this is Take a Second.